0: Thanks for waking up with WKOK Sunrise on News Radio 1070 WKOK and WKOK.com. Yeah, welcome on board WKOK's live telephone talk show on the mark. Uh, so there's your information. Everybody's asking Saturday, Christmas Day, right? Saturday's Christmas Day? Oh, Friday's Christmas Day. Mostly cloudy, high 41. That's not too bad. No snow. That's the bad news, all right? Can't we have a white Christmas? Plus, it would help us during muzzle loading season. I'm always thinking of myself here. <laughs> all right. Welcome on board, WKOK Sunrise. Rob Center, our fabulous producer. is on the other side of the glass, so we appreciate that. In the studio with us now, T.J. Icke is back, president and CEO of the Central Pennsylvania Chamber of Commerce. they got a ton of things going on. Membership drive and another raising the board. Class is in the formulation stage, and they're talking about the worker shortage and vaccines and all kinds of things uh, where necessary with their various members. Uh, T.J., thank you so much for coming in.
1: Absolutely. Always my pleasure.
0: I really do appreciate that. Uh, I, I want to call attention to something that's in the past before we move forward and that's that you had a real dedication to your new flagpole with uh, Jim King and his family. So just just a moment, please. Call attention to that. I think that's worth it.
1: Yeah. Um, I'm personally partial to I think when you recognize someone, it's really great to do it while they're still here with us and not after the fact. And uh, it was by total surprise to him. And his Dedication not only to the Central PA Chamber, its internal family and members, but to the region and his uh, military service. It was just perfect to do it on Veterans Day, and he's one of the most humblest people I would have ever acknowledged or met in my lifetime, I believe. And um, it was it was a really great afternoon. So many key people came there, and his family traveled, um, some from the New Jersey area, and he had no idea, and they surprised him. And uh, it's a great. Uh, addition to our, you know, kind of our landscape there, but it's so much more important that it represents someone like Jim King.
0: Well, yeah, and half our audience is saying Jim, who he was head of the Industrial Authority in Northumberland County back in the Selina Lewis era, and then started. I would call it working for the chamber, but half the time I think it was volunteer. Yeah, it was
1: entirely volunteer. Uh, He would be one of the first ones there, one of the last ones to leave, and uh, you know, he didn't think that he had any contribution, but (laughs) he really realized that that dedication, the contribution he did make, and he's been gone since February in regards to his retirement from volunteering, and we still have folks weekly that come in asking where he's at, because he was such a great um, aspiration to everyone, but Thank you. the cat not just that, he had so much knowledge. And the knowledge that he shared, he had no clue how meaningful it was to people. And he was a very candid person. He would tell you like it is, and um, not too many people really do that. So it mm, was okay. it was really nice.
0: Well, I can't get fired if you're a volunteer, I guess, would be the <laughs> end, one reason. But anyway, okay, so that's just a super. I think that's great. So uh, congratulations honoring Jim King with the flagpole dedication and uh, the picture in the It's Your Business that's out this month shows uh, probably about 40 people present for that dedication. So good for you and good for him. Well, well deserved. Let's talk about something facing your members. Are you hearing from your members about the worker shortage?
1: It's been a continued um, crisis if you will, you know, for pretty much the whole year if not beyond and uh, we continue to try to find ways to assist. Every situation is different. You'll notice a lot of, for instance, our restaurants are choosing what days to be open versus being open, you know, seven days a week. And, um... It's still a struggle. We're trying our best to continue to educate employers on second chance opportunities. We just had a job fair about a week and a half ago. And um, we were able to get, we had nine employers and we had eight of the nine who've never entered this opportunity before. So we are you know, slowly gaining ground and educating employers to give second chances. That's an entire workforce that is untapped. We usually always want to hire that top 20%. And um, that means there's 80% of employees out there that aren't given a chance. And we found great results so far. When folks do give a second chance to someone, the loyalty, is just incredible, so we're continuing to do those things. But um, you know, the members know they call us. Each case is different. Each industry is different. Each location is different, and um, I don't see a real end to it anytime soon.
0: Right, you find one one of your businesses might call and say, "Well, I need a worker to get us through the holidays," and that would get us through. Another worker says, "I need eighty people on the line, you know, before Christmas." So yeah, it's it's definitely impacting everybody differently. Well, and you mentioned something that really is being brought up and talked about more and more l- literally every day and that's the second chance these are individuals typically incarcerated back in the workforce and uh, needing a chance and you're advocating for that chance
1: yeah we um, are actually one of the first if not the first in the region to really tackle this and I've been getting a lot of speaking engagements on this very topic and I'm um, holding our job fairs throughout this entire year as well in partnership with Union County probation and um, you know it's slow you have to help folks realize it's okay to do things differently I think we're all accustomed when it comes to hiring if they check one box on the application the application is immediately tossed out and um, now you need to entertain talk and ask questions and get to know the person you know um, it might sound a little cheesy but hate the act and love the person and you know for whatever reason, someone might have been in a really tough time and the only way that they could survive was through an act of crime. And if we give them an opportunity, It's a win-win. If they're not incarcerated and we're not spending that tax dollar to keep them incarcerated and we're giving them an opportunity, um, we have some employers that are very proud to say that a majority of their work staff is second-chance employees. And the eagerness to learn and the um, just craving for education and they want to prove themselves and they move through the ranks at a rapid pace is pretty phenomenal.
0: Okay. Well, that's fantastic. Okay. So that's happening. The worker shortage is being brought up and talked about. About. you're responding, and uh, that job fair is, what, you had about a half a dozen or so different job fairs of different types this yeah. year.
1: Yeah, and we've been doing career fairs as well, which is a whole nother avenue. You know, that is uh, high school students, and maybe they can fill in some holiday jobs, or they're preparing to enter the workforce right from high school, or while they're in college. So we've just conducted two of those as well at Milton and Warrior Run, and we had more than 1,100 students attend just those two uh, career fairs, if you will, and we had over 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 60 different employers present to talk to the students about job opportunities in this very region and also the skills that are needed in the education as well.
0: You are also conducting a membership drive. So let's talk about the numbers at the chamber. Of course, the numbers go up. That seems to be your typical shtick as lately is the numbers keep going up. How many members you got? And you're looking for more members.
1: Yeah. So when I left on Friday, we had 545 members. Um, and what we're trying to do right now is kind of close out the year. We were hoping for 550. And that is even at 545 is the highest we've had since our inception uh, back in 1905. So we continue to grow and impact. And, um, you know, a lot of folks don't realize we encourage you to join multiple organizations because they all can do something totally different for your business or your not-for-profit. So what I mean is we offer a a partnership, if you will. If you belong to any like organization, we will give you a significant discount to join the chamber at any time of the year.
0: Like the Lycoming County Chamber of Commerce or the... greater Sacramento valley chamber of commerce yes for... and not
1: even just other chambers if you belong to a downtown partnership or any of those types of organizations any economic development organizations um, we have a flyer and we also uh promote it on our website if you belong to any of the organizations that partnered with us you can get a discount of, of great significance to join the chamber we want to make sure you can afford all the options that are going to benefit your, your
0: Okay, yeah. make sure you can afford Okay, so that membership drive is underway. Uh, you also are talking about supply chain issues when necessary. That's a big issue facing the whole nation. It's really, the economy's booming, but it's got this constriction called supply chain. Well, we work a shortage, too, but the supply chain, how does the chamber get involved in addressing that topic?
1: Yeah, so we keep our finger on the pulse of our members. You know, We are a member-focused organization, so while we're aware of other issues in the region or abroad, we've still stick with what our members need because they are asking us by being a member to support them and assist them. So our members will reach out to us and say, hey, you know, this particular product I need, my vendor doesn't have, or my vendor is charging an outrageous price. And um, an example I had given, I think, before on your program was, you know, a hoagie shop that uses gloves. They've used those long before we heard of the word COVID. And um, they just were, you know, being taken advantage of really because there was such a shortage and they were being charged so much much and we found them within probably a few hours you know I had my staff stop what we were working on and get on that Project and we had another member who was able to get them that same product at a significant lower cost, and there was no shortage from her supply chain at that time. So our members know, pick up the phone or email us, and at any moment if they're having a particular issue, you know, particularly supply chain right now, and we're on it.
0: We have two or three trucking and logistics companies that are members of the chamber, so you can get a task force going with them to try to supply some of these uh, some of your members with what they might have a short of. I hear you talk about the President's Club from time to time. What is that exactly and and what does that entail? We have about a minute left, so we might have to finish this in our next segment.
1: Well, the President's Club is an annual opportunity, and this past year we had the most ever in our um, entire history of President's Club members. And what it simply is, Mark, is businesses, individuals, organizations that give above and beyond what their membership cost is, and we use those funds to continue to grow what we can do, uh, for instance, we've continually improved the Smith Training Center in our facility. We continue to add, you know, upgrades and latest technology in there. And, um, for instance, the flagpole that we just added, you know, all those uh, little attributes that really make the chamber significant and, and uh, stick out are a direct response from the President's Club. And they get a lot of special recognition and opportunities. If you come in our office, there's an entire hallway with their decals, really big and bright and beautiful and vibrant vinyl on that wall so folks know and recognize them immediately. But they also are given special opportunities. Um, For instance, about two years ago, maybe Senator Toomey came to the area and we only invited President's Club members. Um, Any opportunities that arise like that that are limited, President's Club members get first chance and know about all those things way beyond anyone else.
0: Okay, and that's because they're volunteering, they're working, they're paying more. In some cases, they're attending a lot of your activities, and they're at your meals and luncheon and breakfast, and so that's how you get uh, uh, elevated there. All right, we're going to talk about that and membership and... uh you have a, another Raising the Board event coming up, some fundraising, and It's Your Business is the great magazine that I've been looking at. So we're going to be talking about that uh, very shortly. T.J. Icke is here, president and CEO of the Central Pennsylvania Chamber of Commerce. We'll be back at 7.40. A lot of the things she's talking about, you can get more information at centralpachamber.com. News, sports, AccuWeather, and more. Wake up with the information you need on WKOK Sunrise on News Radio 1070 WK and WKOK.com. Thank you for joining us on WKOK Sunrise. Mark Lawrence here. Rob Sanders on the other side of the glass doing his fabulous job, as always. So we appreciate his help and hard work. Every time we're on the air, he takes good care of us. So that's very much appreciated. In the studio with us now, T.J. Icke is here, President and CEO of the Central Pennsylvania Chamber of Commerce. We've been talking about some of the issues facing workers. We talked about the worker shortage or issues facing businesses. We talked about the worker shortage and the supply chain. And although you address the issues facing workers, too, I mean, you take good care of companies so they can offer benefits and medical and supplies and retirement and whatever else they wish to along the way of any extra perks. What about inflation? We're hearing about that lately. Is that something your members are saying anything to you about?
1: Not directly yet at this time. I think they have so many other things that... um you know or or just mm-hmm. bombarding them in regards to how they're be able to conduct a business um but of course we do see it, and we always try to encourage our members to work together when they can with member to member discounts and you know if if I have a product that you can use and maybe vice versa or a service so you know, even again, long before this crisis that we're currently facing came upon us, we've always encouraged folks that are within the chamber world to work together and try to find ways to each each other's burdens a little bit. And so we're finding that more so now than ever that they're, you know, standing side by side and working together and assisting each other with various options.
0: And I think in some cases, uh, inflation may be impacting a company or the supply chain or the worker shortage and a barter system, you know, gets developed where, you know, somebody. Says, Says, hey I'll, I'll fix your flat if you haul my uh, you know chickens to market or something yeah, along yeah that, whatever
1: you know you like. got to be creative and uh, you know I know we always focus on the negative things that are going on right now in regards to what we're all facing but I am always the ever-going optimist and I like to th- you think it's showing who we can be and we can help each other in a lot of different ways that we might have never ever considered
0: right where we really have to uh, under these uh, circumstances why well, I'm looking at it's your business, your monthly magazine that is just packed, it's available in PDF and I do look at the PDF and then you brought the paper copy in here. Just to give our audience some sort of a sense of what this is. There's really, uh, literally millions of facts and pieces of information in here.
1: Yeah, we pride ourselves. Um, it is exactly what it's called. It's your business. It's not about the central PA chamber. It's about the members we serve and um, you know their goals, their endeavors, their achievements. And our members tell us what's going on and we put it in that magazine and we're super excited for 2022 that this magazine um, you mentioned a pdf was actually going to be in animated photo carousels videos so right now if you read it online you can actually click on stories and get linked to websites and things but this is going to have videos right in so you know we're all so much more in tune to something that's quick and appealing and exciting so you're going to be able to read this magazine start in January 2022, where online you can see videos and if you click on a particular event, see a bunch of photo carousels of the entire event versus just one picture in the printed copy. So we're always trying to make sure that um, we're staying on the cutting edge, and I think it's really... worth saying that all of this happens in-house. You know, we don't um, connect with anyone else to produce this. Jeff Schaefer is our communications director, and um, this is something he's very creative and passionate about. And so with our members' help of supplying the stories, and, um, you know, we're going to shy away from print copies and be a little more green in 2022, and it'll be a quarterly print version throughout the region so that folks can still get their hands on it. It'll have a longer shelf life, which I believe is more green and cost-effective, but it'll be done monthly and this really exciting new version where there'll be videos mm-hmm. and things like that.
0: Okay, so the paper version will go to quarterly? Correct. Okay, and then the, uh, the PDF, which is already a, a wealth of information and activity and information, great newsletter, is, is still going to stay monthly. All right, so super. Yeah, well, kudos to Jeff. I just think it's, he's got a crazy amount of work to do to put this together. He month, that's probably takes half his day just to get these things ready. What are you hearing from your companies, and/or how are you helping your companies when it comes to vaccines, or vaccine mandates, or masking, or masking mandates?
1: So um, we keep in direct connection with you know our local folks regionally as well in regards to any mandates. We have a special spot on our website that we initiated at the very beginning and the onset of all the mandates that is still there. So our members can very easily go out and click and see and get linked to what's happening. Um, we stay in touch with you know all of our local folks in regards to government and uh, make sure that we communicate those things. You know We're in support of what is put upon us in regards to CDC regulations. We respect them ourselves internally, but um, we also encourage our members to do what is best as well to keep everyone safe and healthy and still able to produce and work and um, keep things moving as well. So, you know, it is um, sometimes a little bit to take on, but we try to make sure that we're there. And, you know, I think that's the biggest thing we can do is share the things and let them make their decisions. Um, We're not there to tell them what to do by any means. We're just there as a way to communicate what is asked upon them in regards to government.
0: I know some of your member businesses have mask mandates for the staff. Has anyone imposed mask mandates that you would happen to know of uh, for customers or clients?
1: Not that I've seen. I've seen a lot of recommendations, you know, which is, you know, I think the right way to go. Um, I think if you tell folks what to do in regards, if it's not a mandate, sometimes that's a little bit of a turnoff because no one wants to be told what to do. But if you suggest it, it seems to be a little easier, and it's accepted a little more as well. So, um, no, we have not. But uh, we make sure, even internally, you know, we have hand sanitizers and and things. And if someone wants someone to put a mask on, by all means, we definitely do. We, we respect what each person wants to make sure they're comfortable and safe.
0: And vaccines are you, in, in what way have you interacted with members when it comes to vaccines? So we
1: have some members that, um, like Lewisburg Pharmacy, we have members that are able to you know give those vaccines at their facilities, and we've been coordinating and promoting where there are locations to get your vaccine as well. So we're trying to, again, make sure folks know where to go and what to get and uh, the feasibility of, of when they can do this and make it available to their employees as well.
0: Okay, so you're helping out as much as possible. And, of course, getting those CDC guidelines out. There might be part of it well you have a lot of businesses around here have boards and a lot of community boards exist and nonprofit boards and volunteer fundraising and that kind of thing you have a, a function called raising the board and i know you have one in 2022 that's coming up that's in the planning phases tell folks about this raising the board i think this would be helpful to folks
1: Absolutely. Especially this time of year, even the Central PA Chamber, our new board class comes on in January of 2022. So the whole concept is for folks that are on a board to practice, act, apply, and connect. And um, this started several years ago. It was a a lot of effort and a lot of expenditures on the chamber's behalf. But we put this program together that um, is copyrighted, and it is something that is there for folks to be able to find themselves with the proper tools A lot of us are asked to serve on boards. Um, And even if it's not a not-for-profit board per se, there are a lot of companies that have boards as well. And you want to make sure that you understand how to read a financial, and you understand um, bylaws, and the significance of those, and how to run a meeting properly. And so we put this class together, and it's four separate classes. Um, that are all combined, one a week. And we do it about four times a year. And we coincide with our members and the general public as well who want to attend and find their schedules. And we hold two during the day and then two in the evening. And um, it's right at our facility. And it's it's really something we have, what we call SMEs, subject matter experts, who come in and they share on their various topics. So you're not hearing from one presenter the whole time. And these are folks who actually serve on board or have served for many years and know the logistics. And you get a lot of information to take with you to continue to practice. And I think the most exciting part is is it's $99 for all the learning materials and the four classes and connections that um, will last forever with other folks that are in the same position. So I really encourage folks if you have any interest at all, you don't have to currently be on a board. Maybe you want to at some point, but um, we actually ask our board members as they become new onto our board, we gift them an opportunity to go to this class as well.
0: Yeah, and I don't want to just gloss over this topic because I think good boardsmanship is so critically important. These folks that are on boards that I'm on—I'm not one of them—but they're very forward-thinking. They're visionaries. They really see the future and can really help guide a board. Other ones are eggheads with with numbers, and they just <laughs> get columns and spreadsheets and stuff, and they can say, "Okay, well, where's this? You show an abundance of money here. Why is that? And, or you, you know, one one account might be short, and of course." Then you have the the uh, good board members that can detect theft. You know, I mean, they're that sharp that they can look at financials and say. Kind
1: of what spearheaded this was, we were so disheartened when we would read in a newspaper about maybe a little league or even maybe a sewer authority or, or a church. You know, just so, yeah. yeah, churches. So many organizations that had boards who were voting on financials and meeting minutes and so forth every month for years, and then all of a sudden out of nowhere, oh, we've been being you know misled or misrepresented or money's been taking you know, away from our organization for decades and no one's raised their hand and asked a question. So we feel really good that we're preparing folks to feel comfortable and confident and know that if you're serving on a board, it is your duty and you need to be able to do those things.
0: Right. I always, I'm always surprised when that happens because you look on the folks who are on the board. It's good, well-meaning local doers of individuals, great volunteers and smart folks. But it just kind of went under their nose, and it's. And board members are to look out for that. That's sort of one of the f- functions that happen. All right. Well, we have a moment left. Um, anything you want our audience to know about? I know you do fundraising from time to time. Anything in that genre or anything else to talk about?
1: Uh, I think just in closing, I know that. Uh, I'm I'm not a big gift giver in regards to actual presence. but um, if you have any late minute shopping that you need to do, the Central PA Chamber has a great list of local uh, retailers that can assist you, but also if you want something that could be meaningful, I like to give gifts that are actually create time together and memories, and um, we're having a lottery bingo uh, in February, and the tickets are available now, so you can simply call our office and talk to Michael, and maybe get somebody some tickets for a bingo in February that you can go together and have dinner at the bingo hall, and play bingo, and spend some quality time together. I think that's the most valuable gift is time.
0: All right. Yeah, time spent together. Yeah, my mother just said that to me. How much of you, if, if, if you visit in every day. <laughs> so we'll see. All right. Well, TJ, thank you so much for all you're doing, and thanks for all the chambers doing. Just going like gangbusters, almost 600 members. That's crazy. It used to be just a couple hundred some, and uh, growing and growing and growing. Thank you, TJ.
1: Absolutely. Happy holidays, Mark.
0: Thank you. TJ Ike, President and CEO of Central Pennsylvania Chamber of Commerce